Hello! Hello! Welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll. Hello! <laughs> we are recording the show. We being Katie Stoll and the second person, who is me. Who is Cody you? Who is Johnston. you? Who is you? Boy, we're really... Starting strong. Starting strong, starting fresh. Uh I am starting high to see if this energy can get us through the next hour. Oh, I'm starting high because I smoked some weed. Just kidding. I'm not. Is he? Is he not? Is he not? No, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, No guest this week. Just us and beloved Jonathan. (laughs) Beloved Jonathan. (laughs) Beloved Jonathan. Hello. Hello, guys. We're going to chit-chat more of this, but we're going to first do the thing that we do every week for some reason. Holidays. June 23rd. That's today. Mm -hmm. National Hydration Day. Ways to celebrate? I'm drawing a blank. How do you celebrate National Hydration Day? You stay hydrated. You stay hydrated. Okay. Yeah. Which Good advice. Generally. Water or tea? All the time. Every day. Do that every day. Tea count? I don't think so. Doesn't that have caffeine? It's got a lot it. of water in it, too. But yeah. Does yeah. it have a lot of water in it? Or is it like a nice little cup I of mean, tea? I mean, it's all water and but... a, a extra strength black tea bag. Mm-hmm. PG tips, baby. A little bit of almond milk. I mean, though. that's fine. But also, like, have, you know, water by itself. It's good for you. It's also hot out. Yeah. I'm double fisting. I've got multiple beverages per usual mm. a water, a tea. You gotta stay hydrated. Sometimes. Stay hydrated. And they had rated. Athletic greens is a good way to stay hydrated. Wow. Is it? <laughs> Moving right along. No June 24th, <laughs> National Take Your Dog to Work Day. I do that every day because oh, I oh. work from home. Uh, oh, 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 oh. That's, that's the national call of Take Your Dog to Work Day. Oh, oh. I was going to get Maggie to howl, but she's sleeping. Don't. Do pretty, it. She's, don't she's sleeping do pretty it. hard. You don't need took, to set her long, off. Took a long, uh, hot uh, walk at the park today. So she's just, she's just not going to do she's it. Me- also, she's it would probably be not pleasant for everybody. We don't want that. It, once she we starts. We don't want that. We she's like a that. can of Pringles. Once mm-hmm. you start, you can't stop. It's very cute. Unless you're trying to shoot something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like be relaxed. Or like be relaxed. Yeah. Also mm-hmm. an impediment to that. Yeah. So go forth armed with the knowledge of the day uh, uh, the day, and celebrate them. Take your pet to work day, you know. Take your pet to work. And even though it's not June 23rd anymore, I would urge you to keep your dog hydrated regardless mm-hmm. oh, of yeah. the day. It is summer, folks. Also, like, everybody needs water every day. We did a whole video about it. We did do a whole video about it. But also, especially your dog. Think of the dogs. All right. We're chit-chatting for a bit. Hold on. What? Hold on. I'm thinking about the dogs. Okay. God, they're so fucking cute, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I send Cody so many animal videos on Instagram. Mostly dogs. Mostly dogs. Sometimes cats. The most recent one was a cat who lifted up his (gasps) arms to get picked up. Wasn't that so cute? very cute it was <laughs> he likes yeah wanted uppies wanted he wanted up, uppies wanted to, yeah. i love a cat that can communicate you know it really takes mm-hmm. your your relationship to the next level mm-hmm. communication is key in any relationship i know i yeah. would say are maggie and uh benny friends yeah well yeah uh benny, benny loves her uh <laughs> maggie is a little standoffish because he's just very he's he's an very, intense He's, he can be intense. Um, but she likes him. She plays. She runs around, but she's not much of a dog. She's more of a human in a dog outfit. You know? You yeah. know that type of dog. Yeah, she's not like going to be super social with dogs uh, at the dog park, but she's going to go say hi to every human being there. But, you know, it's like she perks up. I mean, they start running around together. Uh, she's also excited to see me when I come over yeah. with Benny. So th- there's part of that. But they'll sleep in a they pile share a together. bed. Yeah. They'll sleep in a pile. Again, mostly Benny's doing, but she doesn't remove herself from the situation. That's true. But Benny can be a bully with toys. If she's got a toy, he'll take it. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, Cody, okay. how the heck are you, man? How's life? What? Yeah, how you doing? 
I'm avoiding talking about the news for just a few minutes and people seem to like it when we talk to each other. So I'm, I'm letting us have that moment and I'm asking how, how are you? That's so nice of you. Um, I'm doing all right. I'm nice. You know, uh, it's a little hot today, a little tired, Yeah, but it's all good. Filmed an episode yesterday. And sure did. Continuing to talk about the news, which we love. Oh, can't get enough you know? of it. Here we are avoiding doing it. Yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no talking about the news right now. Um, other than that, you know, I'm good. I'm perpetually working on an album that'll never come out. So that's nice and fun for me personally, but not for anybody else who will never listen to it. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Not if I have my way. Mm. It'll, it'll make it into people's eardrums. Mm. How are you doing? I'm good, Cody. Um, I've been a little angry this week with the news and frustrated no, by no things. News talk. No, 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 no. No, it's talk. too late. You already kind of mentioned it. You talked uh, about how we shot an episode. I said how we weren't going to talk about it. Sure. <laughs> I did say that. We shot You're an right. episode yesterday about abortion and the 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 ruling that we are all dreading um, at the time of this recording. Recording, it has not been announced, but the Supreme Court added an extra day tomorrow, Friday, National Take Your Dog to Work Day. Highly recommend taking your dog to work tomorrow if you if you want something to cheer you up, because mm-hmm. there's a good chance that this news will come out tomorrow. It's going to be a good episode written by Katie Golden. That's true. That was it was it felt good to to shoot that i think it felt cathartic in a way but also very frustrating and heartbreaking yeah so anyway guys we're not gonna really talk about that this week on this episode here but next week you will be getting something from us maybe the news that comes out tomorrow won't be as terrible as we're all expecting or maybe maybe they change their minds yeah maybe they all change their minds Except for all the other stuff we're going to talk about today, but about this specific issue, they yeah. all changed their minds. Maybe the leak made them uh, rethink everything that they've been working towards. Wouldn't that be fun? It is weird to think about, like, the Alito opinion doesn't come out, and it's the Roberts, like, 15-week compromise, which will still be very bad, but not nearly as bad as we're anticipating, and the weird sense of dread slash relief that will come mm-hmm. from that. I mean... By the time anyone hears this, they'll know and it's not it's irrelevant. But like, I don't know. Very tough time. I mean, maybe maybe the maybe the decision comes out next week. There is a world, but it kind of feels so we are going to talk about news. um, And there has been a slew of decisions today and yesterday. Yesterday or is it all today? I don't know. Uh, A bunch were earlier this week. Yeah, it feels like they're timed specifically especially with this adding of the friday date it feels like it's trying to bury some of this um but before it gets buried let's pay a little little bit of attention shall we jonathan why don't you walk us through sure the ruling that came out or the the one of the rulings that came out this morning was about guns the supreme court struck down a century-old new york state law that required applicants for concealed carry of firearms to show that they had quote a special need for self-protection and good moral character. Um, Hmm. The conservative majority in a 6-3 ruling found that the law violated the Second Amendment, which means that similar laws called may-issue laws in states like California, New Jersey, uh, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Hawaii, Maryland, and also Washington, D.C. are probably going to be unconstitutional. There's a lot kind of we don't know based on individual laws in individual states. For example, in Los Angeles County, if you want to have a concealed carry weapon, you have to take eight hours of training courses, and there are a bunch of different misdemeanors that will get the, uh, those gun rights taken away, and you have to show a special need. But some of the other legal requirements might stand if they don't need show that they require that kind of special need. Does that, mm-hmm. does that make sense, what I'm saying? Yes, it does. It does. Right. So, so uh, there's like 10,000 mini laws in all of these uh, places, and... A lot of them are going to be challenged now with whether they do or not right. stick with this ruling that, that Clarence, Thomas, Clarence Thomas made today. It's very frustrating. We're going to talk about it. I mean, just the whole basis of this decision is just absurd. Absolutely. It, it, it doesn't make sense. It's especially upsetting given that this is the week when we're supposed to be celebrating this landmark gun legislation that 
I mean, I, uh, yeah. big fat <laughs> from us here. Landmark. But I can't. I don't yeah. mean to speak for you both, but <laughs> no. I mean, there is some. Be- there, there is some benefit to the bill. I'm not going to just make it a complete raspberry. But the majority opinion that Clarence Thomas wrote has a bunch of stuff in it that, frankly, just doesn't make a lot of sense. It, it goes back to this originalism yeah. thing that it's like, oh, if it's it's got a historical precedent and it's written in the Constitution then it can stand and anything not part of that is gone. So so Thomas says that like in Breyer's dissent, he talks about how 45,000 people died from gun violence in 2020. And Clarence Thomas is like, well, that doesn't matter. It could be 10 million. It's as if the if the Constitution, if the Second Amendment says you have this right, then no one can take it away. And of course, that's just like a willful misreading of the Second mm-hmm. Amendment, right? As if it doesn't have like a first 12 words mm. or whatever. But yeah, he's basically suggesting you have to repeal the Second Amendment in order to like put almost any regulation uh, on carrying weapons. And it means, you know, in Los Angeles County, I don't know how many people here are going to want to. It, it terrifies me to think of the implications of this, you know, honestly, immediately, as soon as it takes effect in the different places, but especially down the line as people feel more emboldened to, and just what will happen, the amount of incidences that we will see, you know, violent altercations. I mean, also, the other part of this justification is that the government can only pass gun laws if they're, quote, consistent with this nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. But there's no parallel. Our guns now have nothing, are nothing to do, not nothing to do, but they're vastly different. This technology didn't exist back then. So there's not really like any context to base regulatory laws, apparently, is what they're saying. So we're just like, good luck, guys. Basically, go be the Wild West. Mm. And the law that they're striking down is a very old law, which would mean yeah. it's part of this historical tradition. But no, anything that mm-hmm. any law that they don't like is not part of that tradition. Curiously, I just don't know what we do from this. I don't know where you go from here. Like, <laughs> uh, you um, make your voice heard. Have you guys all made your go. voice heard? Have we all tried yeah. doing that? Well, yeah. I bet the, if we um... all said it at the same time, maybe they'd hear. Yeah, it's the uh, what's the what the president said uh i call i call on americans across the country to make their voices heard on gun safety lives are on the line so there you go that's what the president wants you to do oh yeah like uh, this part that you included in our notes here jonathan leo decided to be a dick and added his own little opinion that new york's law didn't stop the buffalo shooter ew yeah a big fat you what a piece of shit (laughs) He said, um, he says, why, for example, he's talking about Breyer's dissent. He says, why, for example, does the dissent think it is relevant to recount the mass shootings that have occurred in recent years? Does the dissent think that laws like New York's prevent or deter such atrocities? Will a person bent on carrying out a mass shooting be stopped if he knows that it is illegal to carry a handgun outside the home? I mean, this reads like the Federalist. You know? Yeah, yeah it, it does. Like- also, it does. like, maybe, maybe yeah. it did. <laughs> then they didn't happen, which is why you can't talk about them because they didn't happen. Yeah. Also, very worth pointing out that all of this that we're talking about about is basically isn't it is a misrepresentation of the Second Amendment in general, which outlines that a well-regulated militia. I always think about that, you know, like a well-regulated militia. It's not necessarily just everybody in the United States. And what's the well-regulated part? How do we regulate? Obviously, we're not going to. I just think, like, I've read this sentence a bunch of times, and I'm not a constitutional scholar. I just read sentences a lot and see what they're talking about. And it's clear that it's that when it says the right of the people to keep and bear arms, it's clear that the people in that sentence is referring to the people in the militia. Because if it's not, then why would you start the sentence with a well-regulated militia, comma, being necessary to the security of Mm. a free state, comma? Like, yeah. it, it just doesn't make any sense. And that's how it was interpreted for for a long time. Yeah. 200 plus years. That, I mean, that's the that's the thing. Like, it's it was understood that that's what it meant for a very, very long time. And then it got muddied. And here we are. Yeah. But it's important to point out how it's gotten muddy because people just say blindly like, well, 
okay, it secures our right. Right there in our Constitution, it's the Second Amendment. Well, this is a really fucking important, pivotal thing that's now changed along the way. Sometimes when we talk about the Constitution, it feels like we're talking about the fucking Bible, where people are parsing it out. Like, this is what we meant. This is what we meant. And it's like, this is a text that was written a long time ago. How about we look at the world we're living in right fucking now? It's not a religious document. This is a governing. It's like a, it's something to help us govern our, our country and our country has changed and evolved. It's not a sacred text. Does that make sense? And so even parsing out the meaning of regulated, look at what's happening based on that. This is obviously not the intention. This is obviously not what the framers envisioned. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, you know, I mean, yeah, but too many people it is a religious text <clears throat> moving right along. I think there are other things they decided this week. We've spent a lot of time on the first one. The main education case, perhaps earlier this week, the Supreme Court ruled that the state of Maine can't block private religious schools from a public tuition program, even if those schools are openly discriminating against LGBTQ teachers and students. Um, this stems from a main law that required rural communities without public secondary schools to find a way to arrange for kids in those communities to get an education. And one way to do that was through paying private schools with a, through a public tuition program. And some of those parents wanted to send their kids to religious schools in violation of the program's rules. They brought this to the Supreme Court. And the court says that, yeah, even though there's schools in this the state that want to or won't hire uh, LGBTQ teachers or won't accept LGBTQ students or would expel transgender students if they were there. They have to take... In fact, the two... The specifically, I believe that is includes two of the schools that are involved in this case specifically, like, have anti-LGBTQ, like, have fired yes. somebody for that. Yes, the, the two schools in question that, that people wanted to use this program for um, are openly discriminatory. And now the Supreme Court says that the state, if it's part of this program, you know, like that, that states don't have to open up public funds to private schools. But once they do, they can't choose not to include some of these religious schools you know, uh, in there. Speaking of the Constitution and... You know, the framers, I'm pretty sure they wanted a separation of church and state. I'm pretty sure that that was mentioned, right? Am I right? Am I, I think so. wrong? Um, yeah, so the, if they're these public funds, do they not have to... Am I understanding this right? That like, they... Because if, if they get these public funds, then they need to adhere to like laws. Uh, no, is, the, is uh, what the Supreme Court is said. the answer. Ah, it, but like no. but but they get the but the public funds are theirs. Yeah, what they're saying is like it's Maine's fault for even establishing a program for how people could go and use public funds without going to public school. Because of that, these people should but be able to But they don't have the school whatever school they want. So like I get what you're saying and what the Supreme Court is saying is no. Hmm. Okay. Fun. Well, that that's seemed, fun. Okay. That's a fun update. Seems like the ramifications of that are probably going to be pretty bad. No, they're going to want to find more ways to well, follow. And also, this sets some sort of a precedent, I'm sure, for other states to follow suit. So similar, I'm sure that there will be more of this in other countries, countries, states. Yeah, they don't like public education and they're going to find a way to like funnel money to private religious education and you know, if they can, just take away public education because, mm -hmm. like, school choice, you know. It's pretty bad. Like, the implications of this and the potential ways it can be, it can go is pretty bad. And that's not all, folks. Like I said, I think they're dumping a lot of stuff this week to bury it because they know it'll be overshadowed. Right. But this Miranda writes one. This is another fun one, Jonathan. Uh, another 6-3 ruling here. Yep exactly who you think they said that individuals can't sue police officers for not reading them their miranda rights so the miranda rights you're still required to be read them and if you conf like confessions still won't be admissible in court if you don't get mirandized 
but you can't sue police officers afterwards if you aren't explained your rights and then forego That's a big legal deal. consultation. Yeah. That's a huge deal. Not everybody knows their rights. It's also an intense moment. It's a scary moment, especially if someone didn't do the thing that they're being arrested for, you know, and and but you know who does know cops. That doesn't mean that they have to give people their rights. Doesn't mean they have to advise people of their rights. We've well, they don't cops don't have to do anything. That's the whole thing, right? They can do whatever they want with no consequences. And this is just another way in which they are allowed to do whatever they want with no consequences. Yeah, they don't have to help you. They, If they're Border Patrol, they can operate within 100 miles of the ocean and do whatever mm-hmm. they want to you, and you can't sue them. And now they don't have to tell they you. Can just, they can just take your shit. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to articulate what I know we're all feeling which is seeing all of this stuff we've been talking about for years happening. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like getting punched over and over. And also like, yeah, we've seen it happening, but that's a, that's a long time to be carrying this stress and waiting for this to happen. And now it's happening, you know? All of these chips that have been set up for a long mm-hmm. time are finally dominoing. This is person that I know <laughs> who, who's like, you know, the left needs to organize. The right did this after of 50 years, 50 years of programming and, and chipping away. We don't have 50 years. Mm. We don't have fucking 50 years to protect our environment. We're not going to meet the climate, the carbon emission goal, anything. We're not, we're not doing it because nobody's fucking doing anything. And we've got these motherfuckers. I'm going to assume, I'm sorry for assuming that when they're saying that the left needs to do this and organize and so on, they're referring to like the democratic party yeah, as like the left, um, which is not necessarily accurate. And also they're not the people who are going to be willing or able to do these kinds of things. That's what I said. They're not going to be like, Oh yeah, we're going to do this. And like, Oh yeah, we're going to like get all this fucking dark money here. And we're going to like all the, all the, all the sort of steps that needed to, to happen do all these things the democrats aren't going to be on board for that because also a lot of these things a lot of these things aren't like necessarily in opposition to the democratic party generally right either so so this conversation wasn't in relation to the supreme court rulings but rather uh biden's failing popularity and a conversation about frustrated with uh progressives and the youth, you know, especially his declining popular youth, mm. you know, conversations about that. And it's like, do you wonder Maybe. why? <laughs> do you wonder why people are disillusioned? <laughs> and and it, and it became a conversation. So that's where the conversation started, actually. I mean, he could solve quite a bit of that with just like fucking legalized weed. Literally just that. Just do that. That would help. That would help quite a bit. But like, yeah, young people are going to be constantly disillusioned and disappointed by politicians who say something and then don't do it or do the other thing. And the problem with the left is not I'm like left. Okay. However you want to do it. Democrats, the, the other side, the, the left side of the spectrum is that we aren't a monolith, that there are a lot of us that want way more and that the democratic party does not represent that, but we're left with no other options. And they're not doing it. They're not. They refuse to listen to the people. They're out of touch. They probably it's they they are also fueled by dark money. They are also in the pocket of like pharmaceutical companies. They are also taking money from gun suppliers. They also are involved with the oil and gas. And no, they are not on our side. So, yeah, what are we supposed to fucking do? You're right. I mean, and like the Democratic Party, like who I think person's probably talking about like they are staunchly like pro-capitalism they benefit from it and like you said all the like the money that they get and things like that so they're going to lift up these systems while trying to like mitigate some of the harm and trying to reduce some of the harm but they're still going to uplift those institutions and and that system and we will keep losing keep losing keep losing and if you're you know if you don't agree with that ideology that's fine or if you do whatever but like 
saying like, oh, the left needs to do this. And you're talking about the Democratic Party. Well, that what you're talking about is like the liberal wing of like the one capitalist party that we have uh, that runs the country. And if you're not willing to talk about the horrible failings of capitalism and, or, you know, even better, oppose it, then you're not really like left wing. <laughs> But that's semantics and like not helpful. But we don't have any other distinctions here in this country. We have one or the other. Yeah. And so, no, you know, like the underlying implications of this conversation were that, like, you know, people need to get in line if we want to do anything, if we want to win. And I say no to that. I do not, we are out of time. There's no gradually waking people up. You know, we, we this is a brick wall we're running towards. Climate change is what I'm speaking of right now, but all of it, you know, all I'd of it. I've forgotten about climate change. Yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Well, but... I mean, most also most of the people in the, like, li at least like in leadership, the Democratic Party are, pardon me, and I don't mean to be ageist, and I think everybody has uh, worth and value and is important, and but like, they're all old as fuck. And uh, they're not going to retire and they don't care as much about the future because they don't have to. And so they're not going to do a lot of the things that need to be done in order to ensure a better future because they're going to get their bag and then go. We need to take a quick break for advertisements, but I want to pick right up where we left off. Hey there, little fella. Listen, it's about time we had the talk. You know, once you hit a certain age, you're going to want to start putting stamps on things. It's perfectly natural. But if you run a small business or send a lot of weird mail to celebrities, you might want to consider Stamps.com. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has made it easier to send out letters and packages by allowing you to print postage right in your own home. All you need is a computer and one of those printing machines, whatever the term for that is. You also get discounts you wouldn't get anywhere else, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS. The post office is great, but sometimes you might want that extra help. It's no reason to be embarrassed, champ. Hey, you know, hey, it's okay. This happens to everyone. So whether you have an Etsy shop, run a warehouse, or are sending invoices, Stamps.com lets you ship anything, anywhere you want. You can sign up with promo code MORENEWS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MORENEWS. Stamps.com, because your body is changing. And we are back, as promised for even more of that conversation. Um, I agree with you completely, Cody. That Oh, cool. What did I say? You, you were Whatever. talking about, like, the olds. <laughs> Uh, gatekeepers oh, yeah. and they don't they're not going to be around i know that everybody most everybody can probably relate to the increasing feeling of dread that i feel about my future about my peers future about you know everybody in our age group our ki the kids everybody younger i don't know how we bridge this divide i don't know how we get their attention and somebody like the cost of living is astronomical. Wait, the, which which divide specifically? I mean, now I'm thinking the, financially between people like, you know, our wealth gap. Oh, I mean, like the class divide. I mean, the that's, class divide. But it's yeah. like but it's the majority of people, even people that are middle class are everything is, is exacerbated right now. Um, it's impossible for people to buy homes, to build equity, to save. And there's no end of life care. There's no, there's no, people are dying alone or, you know, can't afford treatment. They can't afford health insurance. They can't afford to feed themselves right now. It's expensive yeah, in California. They, gas syndrome. they need a hundred thousand dollars from the government. Yeah, it's a Havana joke, syndrome. but I'm serious right now. I'm it's not tear. a joke. It's what's literally fucking happening. It's that they're gonna it's do. Like, I mean, it is a joke, but it's not. Gas is pushing upwards towards seven dollars in California, and this is a good time to talk about this Biden ta gas tax suspension. Um, and we'll get to that in a moment. But, but spoiler alert: it's like 
PR. It's not actually, and we we understand. We understand that there are situations happening around the world and that there isn't access to it. But fucking hell, we need to be divest diverging from gas. We need to be, you know, investing in electric cars for everybody, affordable cars that people can drive, uh, you know, alternative energy sources. The the answer isn't doubling down and getting into bed with the other dictator or drilling for more oil. Well, again, like, and oh, we need like electric cars. I mean, you need to get that energy somewhere. So that electricity com- is coming from somewhere. Yes. But also like that just sort of exacerbates this like atomized, like, I don't know, instead of talking about we need to like a lot of Democrats like, yeah, electric cars and like Ford's look at all their stuff doing. Should we be talking about like public transportation and how to like get clean energy and get people together to like from place to place and like creating a society that anyone can participate in instead of like and redesign our cities exactly you know like rethink like how we live our lives instead of of like well what if what if we had like a thirty thousand dollar car that you could buy well that's still thirty thousand dollars fair fair for your little you know two ton metal death i take that but i also say in the short term yeah people should be doing the things that they can to afford to to drive right now because we are in a, a transitional period where we don't have those things but yes absolutely that i've been thinking about the fact you know urban areas are so much more hot because it's made of it's everything's concrete here's a simple thing like there's but there's lots of plans and you Cody used to talk about it how do we how do we rethink urban planning how do we rethink our cityscapes how do we get more greenery and vegetation to like how how are different ways that we can think about our our lives I'm just throwing shit out I'm not an expert I'm just saying that we aren't having those conversations at all we aren't even anywhere near having the one we needed to be having them already no, it's I mean, it's all like and the I mean, the problems you're talking about, too, like people, everybody has like whether it's like medical debt or like fucking gas or like, I don't know, it's always sort of framed as like this, like it's like the Dems and the Republicans and like, here's what they're saying. Here's what they're saying. Well, it's like it is more it is about class. It is this other conversation that's not really allowed to be had in United States specifically. And if you do, then you get trounced by like the purportedly left-wing party but they're not really allowed to have these conversations because then you're gonna get all these like you know people like at the fucking new york times like oh they're talking about class warfare we need to collaborate and like work together it's like well yeah that like look at what's going on and tell me class warfare isn't already like it's all it's already here it's just uh directed downward um, and it has been, but if you bring that up, I don't know, you're some woke Marxist or some. Well, nobody wants to accept that. You got, you guys got all of these ideas from the film Lightyear, yeah, right? For it's sure, like yeah. Marxist. Yeah, saw, yeah, it's contaminated uh, my brain. I saw two adult women kiss for literally half a second, and then I started thinking about class warfare. I saw it a couple days ago, and um, they rioted, burned down the police station. Oh yeah, we all. Ra- <laughs> Yeah, we all ran to the police station. We stopped off at House of Pies first and then went right to the police station, burned it down. It's just, it's just, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm just tired of it all. And like the Democrats are like, again, it's not, I'm just finding it hard to be like, God, just go and fucking get out there and vote and like do the thing. And like, it's the, like the Dems are the ones that are going to come in and do it. It's like, no, they're not talking about any of the actual problems. And when they do, they talk about it in a way that doesn't solve it. It actually maintains it and can, continues it. Well, that is a good spot for us to actually explain this gas tax sus- suspension. Uh, so earlier this week, President Biden asked Congress to suspend the federal gas tax for 90 days. Uh, it's 18 cents a gallon for regular gas, 24 cents a gallon for diesel. Uh, Biden says that if Congress does this and states suspend their own taxes, and the oil companies start drilling a lot more that this could save Americans a dollar per gallon at the pump. Uh, this this just seems like something Biden's doing to act yeah. like he's doing something. It does. Uh, economists don't think it's going to do much. Also, since like, sorry, I'm sorry, but no. like the idea these like, you know, uh, the White House is arguing like, well, if Congress does this, okay, yeah, good luck, Congress yeah, doing right. anything. 
and then continuing like in the states to spend their own taxes and if the oil companies start drilling more like so you so you're, you're like this idea is dependent on congress and oil companies doing something also it's drilling like, more it also yeah. is dependent on them drilling more they don't need to drill more they don't need to drill more they don't need to do that uh sneak preview from the the energy episode i'm writing it's yeah. way worse than all this yeah yeah so like for all if all of those things happened if everyone did what biden's asking them nicely to do right it would make a little bit of a dent it's not gonna get rid of those let's go brandon stickers <laughs> like, like, well right like it, this is just like i need to be do something on inflation it mostly yeah. there's no guarantee the oil companies would actually lower the prices they would just keep the money most likely or they right. could they could there's no enforcement of it so there's that so you probably wouldn't even feel it at all i mean they're already and, doing that like that's like they're, they're already all... doing it they're making record profits and shit like that yeah so like what it, like biden's like i would try to force them to pass on the savings it, it, to the consumer it, but it's not clear how legally he could do that and they would just like it's uh, dead on it. arrival they would keep, you yeah. know they would keep it it's in, it's interesting seeing like this kind of like half-ass like idea uh floated about like gas and like you know every once in a while he'll be like wow ford's really doing great with electric cars and stuff and also amidst like all the tobacco stuff and the jewel things that are going on i mean where it's like so like <laughs> just like taking like this like decisive rant seemingly random action against like tobacco companies when we've known for so long about what about that and then like lagging on the oil and energy I'm, like i'm imagining like 50 years from now like a democrat president being like we're gonna we're gonna take some of their oil like 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 way too little way too late and just sort of like lagging on the actual like yeah facts and public perception well like, and, like the, the jewel of... thing is pretty silly i mean it's like it's sure but there's a million other products and also you haven't done anything about tobacco nicotine like that's a new company the big tobacco that have funded a lot of you guys are fine you know it's just a, it's just a weird sort of like move and like going into like midterms that they know they're gonna lose and uh you know his terrible approval rating and just choosing that to be one of the things where he's like well, i'm gonna show that i can do something we're gonna take action we're gonna we're gonna get rid of jewels and we're gonna give havana syndrome victims a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> it's like yeah pul like finger on the pulse mr president it's silly everything's silly guys i think i'm ready to talk about something i am hesitant to call this slightly lighter but it's different. It's different. It's different. Ready to it's talk about something different. It's not necessarily a silly or lighthearted topic. If you're in the point of view that like everything's going great and technology is like changing the way we do everything for the better, this is this, this is, is great. For you. This is for you. <laughs> Amazon says it's working on an Alexa feature that will allow it to hear short clips of a person's voice and then mimic that voice in lar longer speech. Um, they demoed this at their global AI event, which is called Re-Mars. I think that's Re-Colon Mars. I, I guess it's just pronounced Re-Mars. Uh, and the demo had a since-deceased grandmother read a bedtime story to a grandchild through Alexa. I, my first reaction to this was that I feel like that's potentially confusing and harmful to a young child i i, I, mm. I there's this i get the sweetness of it you know but like it feels different to me to have than having like let's say a video of a grandma reading a story yes. that the child was like i saw that versus can grandma read me a bedtime story and now grandma's there and uh i don't know i, I mean, don't yeah, know it's um but that's we... just me it's okay to accept the reality of death. Every person that's born dies. That's the one thing that happens to everybody. Yeah. And this, it's just so like well, weird and unnecessary. And like you're saying unhealthy, like you should know. We already have a problem with how we handle death in this oh, country. Absolutely. It's just, we this is make, this seems to be like, 
let's make it even worse. Yeah, but it's also creepy the different ways that it could be used. I mean, this is like, and like, this is like an easy go-to and I'm not the only or first person to point this out. This is literally a Black Mirror episode. It's literally an episode of Black Mirror where you collect the person's like voice and then their social media posts and then it's them. Look at that. It's them. They're speaking to you. But no, they're not. It's empty. Um, It's a robot pretending to be this person. And it's like... Every step of the way, Elon Musk has this problem too, but I think I feel, I feel like a lot of like most like tech companies and tech bro type uh, approach to problems and technology is to like be like, they're all like, even like be like, oh, I love sci-fi. I love like science fiction and like all those like these stories and stuff, but they never seem to grasp point of those mm-hmm, stories mm-hmm. that like most sci-fi like the sci-fi they're talking about are like dystopian science fiction that has a premise of like what if we took this and like it got worse wouldn't that be bad but they sort of see it as like oh look at this fucking awesome tech and it's right, just like right. constantly like these cautionary tales missing the point completely reading it and being like yeah that is cool what, yes, what cool designed idea that for would be. you as a warning to you. <laughs> also, the sci-fi that they're anyway. Yeah, it's it's funny because like the idea of like bros missing the point of movie stuff. It used to not be with sci-fi. Was thing well, I guess it, like with Fight Club mm-hmm. or Wolf of Wall Street, Goodfellow, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like yeah, uh, like only taking the. F- fun interesting early premise of the sci-fi movie and not seeing what that movie's really about like when when the cyber truck was out and everyone's like this looks like something out of blade runner as if blade runner is like a yeah. positive future we should yeah, we want. love blade runner we love we Be love wanting scared to live in blade of that. runner like, <laughs> like yeah no it's yeah. exactly it's exactly that it was like when there's like oh look at this like yeah that's like well first of all the truck looks stupid <laughs> But, I mean, it looks ridiculous. It's objectively. so ugly. But, um, but it is that sort of thing. And like even, um, you know, and like, yeah, Musk is like his Hyperloop stuff and like his like atomized like, oh, we, everybody gets like this little car and you go through a tube and you wait in lines. Like, yeah, that sounds awful. Just like finish the story. Um, there's just no, like no media literacy anymore. Uh, if you it, like it's this part of it, I think is I mean, it's always sort of been true, but this weird like. It's like not a marvelization of it, but this sort of like there's like some young adult fiction aspect of it, too, where it's like if it's happening in the book, that means the author thinks it's good. If the author wrote it, then it's good. If a, if the character says it, then it's good. But like, that's not how fiction works. That's not how stories work. Uh, some things are bad. Some characters can have bad opinions. Like I saw like somebody at one point was talking about like that's the speech at the end of Kill Bill 2 part mm-hmm. two that um, that Bill gives about Superman. Um, it's like this is like and uh, talking about how like the speech is correct and good. And it's like, well, no, he's the villain. Um, the, the movie's called Kill That Guy. It's about how we got to kill that bad guy who like raped and murdered these people. And then, like, stole their daughter. Well, and- right. He's trying in that scene to tell her what her identity is. Because he's right. saying, everyone else wears a mask. Superman's mask is Clark Kent. That's you. You're pretending you're a normal person, but you're not. You're a killer. And she has to, like, prove him wrong. Exactly. Um, and, like... Spoiler alert. Yeah, and he's, like, he's also, like, it says a lot about him and himself that he has this viewpoint of Superman, which is completely wrong. Um, if you understand anything about the character, he's wrong about it. Um, and that's like a very specific example of, of this phenomenon. But like, I, I see it more and more of like, did you, you could read it a second time and like really think about what happens in this story and whether or not the effects of this are good. What is the logical conclusion to this technology or this idea that they explore via this story? And um, maybe we don't need to watch the entire run of black mirror and go we should do that we should do that we should do that we should do that because that's not what the show is about good rant i think it says a lot that that's the example amazon chose to go with yeah yeah was Mm -hmm. a deceased grandmother reading a story to a grandchild as like this is the best possible application of this technology and it's not great it's not great it's creepy and weird and like i you know i 
yeah, I'd love to like hear deceased family members talk again, but not via uh, an Alexa robot that I know is fake. Like, it sounds have, like uh, a really uh, painful experience to me. If somebody yeah. took my brother and took his voice and I and had him, I I mean, I feel like crying even thinking about it. It feels like a violation to me. Yeah. And like you were saying, Katie, like, you know, like my uh, when my grandparents passed away, we had we were like, could you sit down and like talk about like your stories from like the old country, like when you were a kid? And so we have video of him yeah. talking about this stuff. That's lovely. And, and it's lovely. And we still have it. And it's great. But I don't want him to read me Goodnight Moon <laughs> as a robot. With that, Jonathan, let's bring us home with this, with this tweet that you guys were laughing about before we started. First off, tell people who Keemstar is in case they don't know who Keemstar is. Because I did Start not. Start with that. Yeah. It's, so the tweet's, I think, amazing by itself. But it is extra funny knowing who this person is. So Keemstar is, he's like a, a YouTuber guy. Um, he's been around for a long time. He's like, I don't know, mid 40s or something like that. He does like YouTube drama. He like talks about like, oh, the, uh, Bling Master 553 just got in a fight with Mar like it it's like so Twitter. embarrassing yeah and it's like it, that's sort of like it's like the, the, the perez hilton for youtube drama news yeah it's like e-entertainment kind of news but like for youtube and stuff and uh that's just sort of his thing uh, i think his show's called drama alert or whatever um he also is like very um vocal and proud that he like hangs out with like young people and like all of his girlfriends are like 20 and he's very um very vocal about that okay. um, so which i all around, I think it kind of adds to this uh just all around yeah, like, stand-up fella okay yeah so tell us what this loser thinks <laughs> and tweet it <laughs> all right here's the tweet i'll read it this tweet is uh, not from a month ago it's from june 20th a couple days ago he said uh anyone been listening to running up that hill on repeat <laughs> 80s song from season four stranger things i feel like i'm in an 80s movie. <laughs> What is fucking dork? Oh, I love this so much. I, when I first saw this, I, and I couldn't even tweet about it because it sounds like a lie. I laughed for six minutes straight. I couldn't stop laughing. I, I couldn't keep it together. It's the funniest, one of the funniest things I've ever sincere. seen. Because he's sincere. It's sincere. Like, it's, it's yo. It's a sincere thing. Where have you been? Isn't he a YouTuber? Haven't people for, been talking about it? Oh, right. And like, it's just, okay. There's so many, so many things about this. First of all, like. Anyone been listening to running? Yeah, everybody, literally everybody for a month. Everybody like the idea of like anyone else doing this. Like, am I the only one who's like, doing have this you been thing asleep that I know everybody is doing historically like quiet about this kind of thing? Kate Bush has given multiple interviews and statements I, in the last month. Like, about it's, this. It's, it clearly you blew up. It like got to number one of the charts, I think, at one point because of this. It's in the background of every fucking TikTok now. No. You're not the like, I know he didn't say like, am I the only one? But anyone been listening to? Yeah, everybody is everybody. listening to that fucking song. I was on a, a walk like a week ago and someone was, I could hear it in somebody's headphones very, very loudly. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, cool. Everyone's doing that. It's fine. So like that, I think is just like a very funny way to frame it. Uh, like, even though this is a month too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even if it were the first week of that show and it's like, oh, wow, this is this. Even if it was earlier on saying anybody been listening to running up the hill on repeat is like so I mean, he's not yeah, making man, a joke, yes. right? No, he's yeah, sincere. No, no, he's just he's just a sincere. And then tweet. he explains it. Well, it's an 80s song from season four Stranger oh. Things. Oh, which is like, oh, OK. I now. Oh, now I know what that is. Uh, he didn't even say like who is whose song it was. No, nope, um, also right. like. 80s song from season four Stranger Things is such a funny sentence too. Like season four of Stranger Things, you could have said. It's not even no. There's no. Um. It's not even. It's an 80s it's, song. It's just like 80s song from season four Stranger Things. It's like. And then next line, I feel, I like, feel I'm like I'm like in an 80s I'm in movie. An 80s movie. And this is. It's just like a culmination of the entire tweet because. No, you don't feel like you're in an 80s movie. You feel like you're in an episode of Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> Running Up That Hill is not like a song and from an 80s movie. It's not like a famously used song from that's like... That's why this worked and happened right now is because 
It's a song from that era used now to elicit the nostalgia that you're experiencing now. And you're not the only one. Also, everybody's been listening to just going to piggyback on that point. That character whose name is eluding me right now, but I'll remember is Max is like. They're all odd kids. Yeah, they're not Mm -hmm. the standard high school. When you think of an 80s movie, you're thinking of like. Oh, the teens bopping around or whatever, pretty in pink, shit like that. She's specifically listening to an edgy, like alternative 80s song that we now have appreciation for from our Mm -hmm. perspective. But there's a reason that Kate Bush is a darling, like a treasure for people because she's like not some hit 80s icon, more like an artist that has longevity. So... (laughs) <laughs> I'm just honestly, I'm just further strengthening your point, which is no, this is this is not a, anyway, we've spent a lot of time talking about this. Yeah, no, it's like it's like it's just like it's like he's like tweeting like in like if like eight years ago, he was like, anyone else enjoy like sending people a link to uh, a video but it's actually never going to give you up by rick astley i feel like i'm <laughs> in an 80s movie like no you don't and everyone's doing that like years ago years before you did this or like like a fucking replacement song or something and it's like these aren't what move like what what 80s movie do you be- feel like you're in he's like i feel like i'm in uh, the money pit with tom hanks and shelly long this just <laughs> right? makes me feel like, like- <laughs> Like just like terms of endearment being yeah, in the, it's like, oh, I feel listening like, to the song. Oh, God. I feel like I'm in Jovers at the volcano because like what? Anyway, uh, I guess, uh, that it's, was it's, fun. Uh, not important. I just love this tweet so much. Um, every single part of it, every line. Well, thank you for sharing it with us, and so that we all can share in that delight, the the sheer delight. But like anybody else doing that? Is anybody else doing that? Listening to that song, Run Up the Hill. Yeah, I've been doing that. Yeah, good. Yeah, like everybody, cool. I have. I, I was proudly doing it before. Now I'm like I just keeping wanna, it down a little quieter. I'm like, uh, I, I just want to know what 80s movie thinks he's he feels like he's in. That helped. You feel better, Jonathan? It helps. I feel better than I did. Uh, you know, when we weren't. Yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. That. That's good. Cody, you feel we better? were talking about all the bad stuff. That's I feel good. better now. I'm thinking about how bad I felt when we were talking about all the bad stuff. But let's not yeah. dwell on that. This has been fun. Way to end things, guys. You're oh, a treat. Sorry, like, sorry. <laughs> but like, not only is it a month later, that song pops up in like the third episode. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's not even like later on. About, I just finished Stranger Things. Anyone else doing this? No, no, no. It's like it's like one of the first episodes of the season. And then she plays it throughout the rest of the show. Arguably too much. Okay. Like, uh, okay. Uh, awesome. That's it for All us, right. guys. This okay. has been a treat. You know where to find us. I'm That's not going to plug our things. You're already here. You're enough. Yeah. Family. Hey, anyone else been listening to even more news right now? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in uh, fucking can't hardly wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what, guys? We love you very much. Much. Much.